0: lost granddad and i mean that, that was a very good example of john sullivan and his his brilliance because they had written the whole of series for for granddad and the shock he, he when he fell in and and, and granddad died uh, leonard tears who played granddad died the whole cast went into a sort of mourning because i mean john sullivan and his family really thought of leonard Pierce as another grandfather the kids called him granddad they used to be they'd get presents from their two grandfathers at christmas and from the granddad from from granddad in the show. That's so nice. it was a terrible shock for everybody when he died. And uh, there was a moment I know when Sullivan thought maybe we just shouldn't do any more but then everybody said, you know, Leonard Pierce would hate it if the show stopped. So he was brave enough to write a funeral scene. He said, you know, this is family they would see off Grandad properly. They'd want him to be laid to rest properly, and we must see that. And of course, that episode was amazingly sad, but in it were also some of the funniest jokes, you know, they, the very moving moment, when they find Grandad's hat and Rodney strokes it and then drops it on top of the coffin. And later in the scene, the vicar goes around saying, has anybody seen my hat? And you realize they've buried the wrong <laughs> hat. I love a nice funeral. Going about is two more after this. <laughs> just genius because it's tender there's nothing cruel ever about it it's tender and and touching and it it makes it of course it makes you laugh but more uh, often more often than i think any situation comedy writer he also can make you cry yeah there's uh, there's many moments like that and i i think the documentary i was watching on uk tv gold nicholas lintest was saying that the day before or a couple of days before he actually went to um leonard pierce's real funeral didn't he they all did, yes. And, and, and so the, the, the emotion in the filming of the funeral is absolutely raw and real because it was, it was terribly sad for everybody. They were, you know, real tears. But It wasn't difficult for the, for the people to, to look as though they genuinely were desperately sad to have lost a family member because they were. It was awful. <laughs> have a nice little walk, eh? But I think so clever of him. To, but then you see, John Sullivan, who we know, wrote comedy. He was never frightened to touch on subjects that were were, were very dark. He, you know, the whole storyline of Boise and Marlene not being able to have a baby touched people's hearts. Cassandra having her miscarriage. He, he was brave in his writing. He he wrote about real-life real tra- tragic events that happened. And I'm sure that's why it goes on being popular, because... He wanted every member of his family to be able to sit down and watch the shows together. Rodney, innit? Well, it is when Trigger ain't about, yeah. (laughs) Uncle Albert. Well, great Uncle Albert, really. I'm your granddad's brother. Yeah, yeah, he told me about you, yeah. But, you know, I don't take no notice of that sort of thing. (laughs) No, it's best not to say. Shame, really. Me and him lost touch with each other years ago. I spent most of my life at sea, you know. Royal Navy, merchant. Do you know I was torpedoed five times? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what the crews nicknamed me? Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't call me Jonah. They used to call me Boomerang Trotter, Trotter, 'cause I always come back. <laughs> <laughs> The unfortunate demise of Leonard Pierce, God rest his soul. It it wasn't expected. He died very suddenly, and now they're left with this dilemma. What do we do? Do we put what we've got together and let the two boys carry on on their own? he was left with this huge dilemma. And obviously what he came up with, was a masterstroke. It was a masterstroke, a stroke of genius, that way of doing something where there's pathos and yet humour. It's it's a very heavy mix. Mm. Yeah, and that episode is particularly raw, isn't it, with emotion? It has to be one of the saddest episodes of Only Fools and Horses. Absolutely. I think it was the first sort of comedy where a main star in the show had, had a funeral, didn't he? You know, like you say, it was supposed to be a comedy, wasn't it? But he was able to... I think it was the first time John Sullivan realised he could write tragedy as well as comedy, wasn't it? It was great, Dave! How could you get over it so easily? Get over it? What a plonker you really are, Rodney! <laughs> get over it? I ain't even started yet! I ain't even started, bruv! And do you know why? Because I don't know how to. That's why i survived all my life with a smile and a prayer. I'm Del Boy, I? Good old Del Boy. He's got more bounce than Zebedee. <laughs> Here, pal, what are you drinking? Go on. Hello, darling. You have one for luck. That's me. That's Del Boy, it? Nothing ever upsets Del Boy. I've always played the tough guy. I didn't want to, but I had to. And I've played it for so long now, I don't know how to be anything else. I don't even know how to... Oh, it don't matter. Bloody families. i have finished with them. What do they do to you, eh? Hold your back, drag you down? And then they break your bloody heart. The materials of comedy and tragedy are exactly the same. It's simply the way you treat them. But what we're actually doing when we're laughing at things, it's a relief mechanism. We got some off-price crack ties, some miles and miles of carpet TVs deep freezing, David Bowie OPs, pool games, gold chains, worst names and head of push, and Trevor Frosty tracksuits from a mush and Shepherd's Bush. Push, 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 push. No income tax, no VAT, no money back, no guarantee. Black or white, rich or poor, we will cut prices at a straw.